most wonderful show is Keeping up with the Joneses Hi Mrs. Sniffles Hi uh, How are you feeling? I am feeling very tired We've had a little bit of a sick week, haven't we? started Monday and Tuesday with the mm. high congestion Coughing Grossness But we got rid of it so quickly with the weirdest massage Not weird You did, I didn't Well that's because I have superhuman you, immune system Yes, it's true so we had this massage from Juliana. She saw Sir Emily and was like, you guys look terrible, sit here. And then she did kind of like this light tapping on the back of her neck. and It was a lymph system massage. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I think I did it better than you because I breathed properly. She was really impressed with my breathing. Oh, I didn't know it was a com- competition. It was. <laughs> oh. And then she said something I've never heard anybody say before, but apparently everyone does it. You're supposed to put hydrogen peroxide in your ears. Yes. So we did that. But yours crackled. Mine really crackled. M- mine did nothing. I felt like I had a thousand fairies with pickaxes in my ear. <laughs> it was horrible. I gargled with it. You did. And that got, got rid of my sore throat. It, it tastes horrible. We were not supposed to drink it. I didn't drink it. I gargled with it, but it's, I mean, you still taste it. No, I didn't. Okay. I I, I loved it. Okay. I'm, Weirdo. Loved it is a little bit excessive. I didn't read the instructions, and I didn't realize you were supposed to dilute it before you gargled it, so I just gargled it neat. Clever. It had it had a more potent effect. Yes, it would. Than diluting it. But yeah. you, you don't sound like you've recovered much. Well, I spent the week teaching, and so no. And I flew out, when I flew out to Phoenix, the guy that was sitting next to me, we had a seat in between us, but he sounded like he was dying from something toxic. I was like, yay, great. Perfect. And then you were in Phoenix for three days, four days. Yeah, I mean, I was gone. I, I left Wednesday, got back Sunday. Um, but I taught uh, four sessions a day for three days in a row. That's 12 sessions. Boom. Just like that. Boom. Look at that math, man. But then you got vertigo. You woke up this morning with vertigo. Yeah, in the middle of the night, I woke so up with vertigo. You're really easy to push over at the moment. Dude, I just, my body is, you know, just wanting to have a little break, I think. I think you need to rest. Yes, probably. The day that you left, Wednesday, MJ decided to throw up everywhere. Yeah, he did. Poor buddy. It was great timing. No, it was horrible timing. I felt so bad going to the airport knowing that he's vomiting. It was horrible. Really? You sent me a text that said, peace out, suckers. Oh, yeah. Would you like to produce the evidence of that text? Yep. Here we go. (laughs) Yep, there it is. You're a liar. (laughs) So run this week with me. Aside from being sick, this week at the school, all of our students... We're teaching us. It's a fun week. It's such a good week. We teach them how to teach, and then two weeks later, they actually teach the school. And they did awesome. They did incredible. It happens so every good. year. They're just phenomenal teachers. I love it. Yeah. I mean, there were so many of the ones that I watched that I was like, nobody else would believe this was your first time speaking. Nope, not at all. Not, not a chance. I was listening to one of our students, and I was like, I've been at conferences that haven't had as good speakers as this person is. Right. Literally, I thought, this is... This, if I'd paid to listen to this, I, I would have loved it. Yeah. I mean, so good. And then Monday night, speaking of so good, Michelle Vouters was teaching. She did a fantastic job. If you've been listening along to my blessing message, at either at M&A or at Grey Center, then I'd really encourage you to listen to Michelle's message. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's so funny because Michelle was teaching on abundance. So here I am, I'm pioneering this whole thing in our community about God being good and a blessing and abundance. And I'm listening to her share some of her testimonies and I'm finding myself getting offended. 
Really? Well, of course I'm not offended because I catch that thought. Right. But the thought is rising up in me like, oh, so you're saying, and I'm like, I'm doing the very, I mean, I just thought it was just a great moment of irony. Sure. Where I had this opportunity to be offended uh, about the goodness of God. I was just like, oh, this is, this is so funny. Well, it's easy enough to listen to that voice if you want to. Yeah. And then Tuesday night, we were at The Belonging. Talk about Tuesday night, because oh, it was great. so good. So The Belonging had their third anniversary, um, and they had it at the Ryman, of course, because they can't actually fit all together at Rocket Town. And they couldn't fit all together in the Ryman. No, they, they sold out the Ryman, and uh, there's people that couldn't get in, and the worship was outstanding. Was I really, mean, it really was good. just fantastic. And uh, it was mostly worship, and then there was some videos and some sort of updates on um, what the Lord has done through the belonging and in different ministries that it's touched and stuff like that. And, and the belonging, for those of you who don't know, is a church that started three years ago in Nashville. It's led by friends of ours, Alex and Henry Seeley. We interviewed them maybe last year. Yeah. I'll put a link in the show notes. A great podcast that tells you the story of how they ended up here and what they've been doing. And it was just a joy to go and celebrate all that God's done in this city through this amazing church. So it, it was great to be there. It great was night. so fun. Such well a done, night. guys. Yeah. You're doing an awesome job. And then on Wednesday, you flew to Arizona to be with Patricia King, and you were there doing a four-day training seminar on Finding Father, and that got filmed. You Tell me about this. You, you had a picture at Instagram this week of you sitting on a chair upside down. I did. I have to say, I was like, <laughs> I have never seen you do that. Tell me about what was behind the picture. I was explaining. I was. It was, um, of course, because I had 12 sessions, you know, to speak about Finding Father. And so... Um, one of the sessions I talk about being a daughter in the house and what does it actually mean to be a daughter? And um, when I was on my journey to understanding that I had this dream of being in this big armchair with the Lord in, in his living room kind of thing. And I was acting out like what I had done in the dream, you know, that in the dream to begin with, I'd sat like really uptight and the Lord was like, what are you doing? Like I'm behaving myself. He's like, Oh, I didn't ask you to do that. I want you to be like a kid. And, and in the dream, I had flipped upside down on this chair. Oh, And so like, just sort of like, oh yeah, is this kid enough for you? What about this? And that, you know, the Lord had kind of enjoyed the joking around with the chair. And so I was reenacting it. And so this was all in a dream. It was all in a dream. Yeah. I love your dreams. Thank you. So, um, I don't normally get to share that dream because I don't normally get that amount of time to teach it. So, so 12, it was 12 hours of teaching. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, I mean, some of the sessions might have been more like 40 minutes. There was probably two or three that were a little shorter. Right. Um, but, but most still, of them were around an hour. A ton of content and it all got filmed. Yes, all got filmed. And since you've written the book, everybody, everybody asks, is there videos that go with the book? Right. And there's going to be. And there's going to be. Which is super exciting. Yeah. So, so we'll update everybody on that once they're ready. Yeah. And this morning while you were flying back from Arizona, I was at church speaking the second message in series of three on the blessing of God. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, you'd have to ask people that were there. I, I would say if you were there at first service, please listen to the second service because first service, I, I had about 15 or 20 minutes to speak an hour long message. So I I drastically cut back what I was going to share. I didn't actually it's get to share tricky. the main point. Yeah. It is. It is tricky. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you were there at first service and thinking that didn't quite make sense, there's a reason for that. Listen to the <laughs> listen to the second service. But yeah, it was fun. I'm always amazed at how stuff comes out because sometimes when you're preparing a message, you've got the content, but you're not quite sure of the tone or the delivery. Yeah, and I, I was a little taken aback by the tone and the delivery this morning. I hope it went across well. 
I got some text messages about how you had nailed it again this morning. So. Oh, good. Well, at least it wasn't text messages that Alan set fire to things. Right. Yeah. And I and we didn't get fired. So that's, you know, that's good. Well, you know, you must have done yet. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There we go. <laughs> On the way to church this morning, our kids, you don't know this, but our kids were in the car and they're all talking. Tia, my seven-year-old, starts by saying, Daddy, I, I, think, I just want to be a grown-up. If I, if I could have anything, I would be a grown-up. And then our nine-year-old, Abigail, says, well, if I could have anything, I think I want to be an architect or a computer programmer. And then our four-year-old boy says, hmm, if I could have anything, I want to ride a live T-Rex and not have it bite me. <laughs> I was like, attaboy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I loved it. Well, listen, you're not sounding fit as a fiddle. No. And you just got off a plane from Phoenix. Yeah. I've had the kids for five days and yes. I'm taught today, so I'm wiped out. And we spent about half an hour trying to work out what we wanted to do a podcast on and couldn't come up with a solid idea that either of us could think through. So you had the genius idea that we're going to do what now? I downloaded an app that asks you random questions. Oh, great. And then you just answer them. Are you ready? I'm, I am I think I'm ready. And, and what are we hoping this will be? Uh, just humorous on some level. All right. Okay. Humor me. Okay. First question. This one says, not so attractive guys. What did you do to get that girl? <laughs> Thanks, babe. But you're far too handsome to answer that question. So we'll have to go on to the next one. <laughs> what did I do to get the girl? What did, what did I do to get you? It's all about the accent. It was the Scottish charms? The Scottish charms. They just w- was it the in. accent? No, it wasn't. What was it then? I just love the way that you loved God. Um, okay, there you go. There you go. All right. If you're not that good looking, cultivate a great relationship with Jesus and women will flock. Or an accent. <laughs> or both. Okay, next question. What's your favorite book that was required in school? I have two. Okay. One was, one was called A Cue for Treason. Yep. And I think I read that in grade eight. And the other one was Tarzan, Lord of the Apes. I love that book. Fascinating. Yes. What are you excited for this year? That's a great question. Thank you. I don't know so much. I think, I think I'm always excited about what God's going to do in our church and in our family and in me personally. So I'm excited to see, because I feel like God has been taking our church to a whole different place and I want to see what the fruit of that is. I feel like all this blessing talk that the Lord's been teaching me about personally, I'm interested to see what that looks like. And then I love watching my family grow. So I think I'm excited about seeing what that happens. Yeah, that's a good answer. Thanks. Okay. All right. Here's a good one. What is something that you apparently do in a weird slash wrong way according to other people? Something I do in a weird or wrong way according to other people. Well, laugh. You don't do that in a weird way. Love, you've got a gorgeous laugh. Oh, thank you. Um, I've been criticized for my laugh for many, many years, but thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, I know what you do wrong. What? In a weird way. What? You put your pin number in instead of using your thumbprint. Okay. You know, you might have to let that go. <laughs> no. There is no way I'm letting it go. Apple spent millions of dollars developing a fingerprint scanner that works remarkably well, <laughs> almost like 99% of the time. And I look over in church and see you entering a pin number. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's force of habit. What small, simple things bring you great joy? Oh, great question. Anything that is delivered with care and thought. Okay. So, for example, 
almost every Apple product I touch, I feel like it was just perfectly built for me. And even the packaging and everything. Yeah. Or when I go to a beautiful restaurant or a wonderful hotel, just anything with intentional thought, I feel incredibly loved by. That's very cool. Is that a good answer? That's a great answer. All right. What can you catch but not throw? What can you catch but not throw? A cold. Okay, I don't think it was a riddle. I think, oh. it was li- I think it was literally an insight into your coordination. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's because the girls keep doing riddles. Um, what can I catch but not throw? Uh, uh, I'm not really good at catching much, really. Or throwing. Like no. car keys? It's just a nightmare. <laughs> Because I don't want to puncture your skin. Oh, darling, you're so delicate. I know. Well, this is a very strange question. Are you ready? Yeah. Assuming that complete recovery were instantaneous, would you be willing to accept a year of total paralysis below the neck to prevent the otherwise certain extinction of a species of animal? No. No. (laughs) All right. What are some road trip essentials? Road trip essentials. Uh, Dark chocolate covered peanut butter cups from... Trader Joe's. Yep. Uh, blue chips made by Earth Best or Green Earth or, you know, the Old blue foods. ones. Yeah, those ones. Hummus. I like hummus. Water. <gasps> Coconut and coffee water by the simple people. <laughs> I can't remember who makes it. <laughs> Not on the list, but appears on every road trip. Is Doritos Cool Ranch flavor. It's true. They they do. They make it every trip. What is the one thing for which you would most like to be remembered for after your death? My gentleness, which I'm currently trying to cultivate. This is the thing. I'm trying to cultivate in 2017. That scripture, let your gentleness be evident to all. Yes. Has really been on my heart. And I'm trying to be gentle. But like this morning, I... This morning while preaching, I said, if you're not tithing, you're a thief. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's was truth worse? to that, but what that's was not the is, nicest way to put it. <laughs> what was worse is I prefaced it with like, you know, I, I want to say this gently. And then I came out with, but if you don't tithe, you're a thief. That's so funny. I know. I was like, but I would love to be remembered as a as a gentle person, somebody who reflected the gentleness and the kindness of God. Because here's the thing about the Lord, you know, I... You know, for all his attributes and all his all the adjectives that could be used to describe his personality, he's so gentle, he's so kind, he's so safe. Yeah. And I I would you know, I would I would love to be remembered as that. Yeah. I'd like to be remembered for Nobody cares, that wasn't your question. <laughs> okay, moving on. That's your gentleness showing through right again. What's something that you find super annoying that most people don't? I don't know if most people don't, but I find it really annoying if I can hear somebody while they're chewing. Like if I, if I can hear their teeth hit or if they happen to hum while they're chewing. You must hate eating, <laughs> eating next to me. <laughs> well, you know, just trying to block it out. <laughs> what do you keep in the trunk of your car? I don't keep anything in the trunk of my car. Because we don't have a trunk. But what about the back of the minivan? I don't, I don't keep anything. Like, I just do not, I, I just don't think like that. I mean, there's, a, whatever's in the back of the car is whatever we put there. Right. There's just like random stuff. We don't have any kind of plan. 
Right, I'm I'm not that. I was just thinking about today, like, you know, a lot, I care about a lot of things. One of the things I just don't care about is my car. Our car is 12 years old. I'd never have a 12-year-old laptop. Yeah. I'd never have a 12-year-old pair of pants. Yeah. But I have a 12-year-old car and I never think about it. I'm I'm so indifferent to cars. I'm not. I, I know, I'm just thinking, that's weird. Yeah. What's one easy thing that you can do, but it amazes people every time? Well, uh, probably maybe tell my testimony. Right, because people can't get over the fact that you're still standing. Right, by the end of it. Right. That's a good one. Okay. If you could have 50 pounds of anything other than money, what would you want? Say that one more time. If you could have 50 pounds of anything other than money, what would you want? So I can't have gold. I'm assuming not. Okay. Gummy bears? Really? No, I don't like gummy bears that much. 50 pounds of something. Hmm. Uh, 50 pounds is quite heavy. You I, know you want chocolate. No, You'd go through it in a couple days. I'd want, I'd want gadgets, <laughs> you know, like nice high quality electronics. 50 pounds of gadgets. Right, yeah. I mean, if I could just go into a store and buy things by weight, that's a whole load of nerdery. It's true, it is. That's probably what I'd want. Yeah. And let me ask you this. What do you miss from Canada that you can't get in America with ease? Swiss chalet. Like why? It's why it's do you so miss Swiss Oh, it's this beautiful rotisserie chicken, and the French fries are so good. And then you can have the gravy and the dipping sauce. When I was with Patricia King, we were talking about how we can't believe that Swiss Chalet is not down here, and that people would definitely eat it. But let me ask you a question. I'm, I'm not mocking you for your insanity, but you can get rotisserie <laughs> chicken here, and you can get French it's fries. Not the same. And you can get gravy. It's not the same. And that's what it is. It's just, it just reminds you of comfort and of home. And it's just better. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, If you could transport yourself anywhere instantly, where would you go and why? Does, does this have to be on this terrestrial ball? I don't know. Or can I go to heaven? Doesn't say, sure. I'll go to heaven. And why? You know why I'd like to go? I'd like to go, if I could do that, I would like to see if when I go in the spirit, it looks the same as when I go in the natural. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. What is your favorite quote by any fictional character? Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. No. If you could change the world, what would you do? I think I'd love to find a way to get the message that the church is carrying to people without first encountering interference. And what I mean by that is right now in America, the notion of Christianity is hugely offensive, hugely bigoted, and hugely despised. And I wouldn't mind so much if it was all of those things for the actual gospel of Jesus Christ, but it isn't. It's because you've got Christians who've been misrepresenting the heart of Jesus, and now a culture's grown up uh, where people think, oh, that's what Christians are like, and we're really not. So I think if we could find a way to communicate really, really well and undo some of the PR damage that we've done. Now, to be sure, I'm not talking about the quote-unquote offensiveness of the gospel. That's going to be there. I just more mean, I I feel like I couldn't even have a dialogue with people because they have just lumped me in with, uh, you know, what they think Christians are like. And that that for me makes me sad. That's what I would like to do. Okay. Let's say your birthday is tomorrow. What would be the best gift you could receive? A... Mini Cooper Countryman. Okay. 
Great. I'm glad I've got a couple of months to save. Right? <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you like about your job? Oh, my gosh. I like almost everything about my job. Me too. I like the people that I work with. I like my boss. Mm-hmm. I like the freedom with which we have. I like the influence that we have. Mm-hmm. I like the fruit that we produce. I like the environment we work in. I like the cause we're living for. I like the culture that we work in. I like my colleagues. You said that twice, but I really like them too. Yeah, so they're, saying they're, it twice is fun. Well, I was thinking about you the second time when I said that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I, I love my job. It's a good I, job. I literally couldn't think of another job I would like more. Me too. Like, I can't think of a place I'd love to work more than Grey Center. Me too. I can't think of an environment I'd love to be in. Can't, I literally, I just, I love what we do. So do I. I, I, I mean. It's pretty fun, you, huh? Yeah, I mean, that, there's a blessing from God right there. I like the questions I'm asking better than the questions that you're asking is, are you on this app? No. Yeah. Name your favorite children's story. Favorite children's story is probably the hungry, hungry caterpillar. It's so much of a favorite <laughs> that you can't remember what it's called. <laughs> well, I'm really tired. The very, the very hungry caterpillar. Which of Snow White's seven dwarfs describes you best and why? Doc, happy, bashful, sleepy, sneezy, grumpy, or dopey? I think I worked through them. <laughs> you just sort of switch out which one you're going to be. Exactly. <laughs> okay. What do females typically not understand about males? Um, we don't understand why you need to share all your bodily noises in public places. That's just quite good. You really, you really don't understand why we really don't. What do you think are the most important qualities of a good parent? Wow, I think I'm, I think I'm biased because I grew up with a mother who quoted her mother, and she said, "All you need to do with kids is love them." Yeah, and I don't know if I mean I guess it's a trait being loving. Yeah, but I think being loving I think is more important than being patient. Being loving is better than providing. Like I know lots of people who've been provided for but didn't have loving parents. Right. So I think being loving but that sounds like a cop out. You can probably have more than one quality because it says qualities of oh. a good parent. Well then being loving, being Christ like, being patient. patient, being fun. Yeah. Being attentive. Yeah. Kind. Being gentle. Yeah. Being consistent. Consistent. Very good. Is there one place you'd like to visit that you haven't yet visited? Yes. Israel. Oh, good choice. Thank you. What are some slang words or phrases that are no longer used? Well, there's all these Scottish colloquial phrases. Yeah. That are no longer are no longer part of my vocabulary, so I forget them. Uh-huh. And but when I speak to Glenn or I speak to Quinn or I speak to other friends from Scotland, I remember them and I genuinely get a hearty chuckle from them because they sound so obtuse. <laughs> and but I remember that they used to be part of my everyday vernacular. Do you have any examples for us? No, like when Andy and Lorna were here and they were saying things, I, I mean I would just bellyache thinking, Oh yeah, that's a thing that you would say. Why do fat chants and slim chants mean the same thing? That that is an excellent question. I don't know, but seriously. What is the most valuable thing that you own? And when I mean valuable, I don't mean money. I mean most valuable personally to you, of sentimental value. Maybe my rings. Oh, 
You little cutie. Thanks. What are some companies that have great customer service? Oh, easy. Yep. Walt Disney. Walt Disney for sure. The Four Seasons. Yep. The Ritz Carlton. Yep. Apple. Yep. J. Alexander's. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's places that if I walk into, I feel instantly uh, comfortable. Yeah. Because there's a predictable level of customer service. I, I love that. I love that feeling. What was the last text you sent? It said, I'm going to watch HGTV and run on the spot if you want to join me. <laughs> Sorry. The, the <laughs> and who could turn down an offer like that? She did. She, tur- she turned me down. <sighs> I know. It was cold. So cold. Name five songs to which you know all the l- lyrics. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics to one song. <laughs> Because next I'm supposed to ask you to sing them. But then, seriously, dip, even... Dip, dive, because I'm five, I'm five and a ten and... Dun, 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 <laughs> what, is, what is happening right now? <laughs> is, what is happening? She's trying to bust a move. No, I don't, I don't know any songs all the way through. I really don't think I do. Even ones that I should know, and even ones I sing all the time, I just, I don't know. I've never Well, you them. probably know Jesus Loves Me. But, so... But even then, I'm pretty sure I model up the words. Like, I sing it to MJ. What one thing would most people be surprised to learn about you? Um, that I like camping. People wouldn't be surprised to know that about you. No, I mean, we tell everybody so much about ourselves, it would be hard to say what they'd be surprised to hear. But that's what I'm, that's what I'm going for. I think they would be surprised to know that I get very stressed out by having to figure out what to wear. That's, that's actually a good one. You really do. I do. I don't feel like I have necessarily a fashion sense. So but that can't be true because you have a very, I don't know what is in style and what is out of style. I just know what I like to wear. Oh, it's good. And it so, does stress you out. It does. It? it stresses me out. So having friends who are really fashion conscious help you. It does. But then I know sometimes like when I'm wearing something that probably isn't right, I feel like maybe I should apologize or ask them if they want me to change before we go out in public. <laughs> hey, are you okay with me wearing this? I actually do do that. That is hysterical. I didn't even know that about you. Yeah. You never asked me if you should change before we go out. I didn't think it bothered you very much. Well, if you did it, I'd be like, could you change in that Princess Leia? <laughs> yeah, that's you? another good reason not to ask you. Name a turning point in your life. I had the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. When I went to that church and my, and the pastor was like, have you been baptized in the Holy Spirit? And I didn't know what he meant. And I was sure I had been baptized and I had the Holy Spirit, but I hadn't a clue what I was talking about. So being baptized in the Holy Spirit, that was a turning point. Yeah. Good. All right, I got a question for you. Yep. Which of your three children do you love the most? They're all my favorite. I'm going to have to push you for an answer. <laughs> They're all my favorite. Nope. It's not yep. going to work. Order of importance. Sushi, wine, coffee. Coffee, sushi, wine. Oh. What's your dream car? I'd, I'd call like a Tesla. I would too. It's not my dream car. I still want a countryman, but the Teslas are wait, nice. Wait, 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 wait. A countryman is your dream car. Yeah, you can get it in a stick shift. Babe, you can get a Ferrari in a stick shift. Yeah, but I don't want a Ferrari. You I have three children to stick in the car. A Mercedes. Yeah. Your dream car, like the biggest dream that you could possibly envision I think it would is be, a mini. I enjoy a countryman, mini countryman. I don't even know who you are anymore. Okay. But I mean, I like the 4x4 Tesla too, but we haven't test driven it yet. Okay. What celebrities have you seen in public? Keith Urban. I uh, almost said hi to him because I thought I recognized him. That would have been awkward. I know. 
and uh, Brad Paisley and his wife. His wife is like an actress or something. Uh, any others? Well, the problem is I really don't know who most celebrities are, so I could have seen them, but I wouldn't necessarily have known. Right. Yeah. I've met, I uh, I actually met, but this is like when I was 13, Tom Cruise, but I was 13. How did I not know that story? I don't know. My brother and I were on Sanibel Island, and I guess he must have had a house on Sanibel Island or something, and we met him at the grocery store. And so, this is worth exploring, and so what <laughs> happened when you met Tom Cruise? We just were walking in while he was walking out, and... We said hi to him and he was really nice and just was like, Hey, how's it going? Whatever. We're like, yeah, cool. So cool to meet you. And that was it. Did not know that. Yeah. Well, it was a long time ago. All right. Three more questions. Okay. If you could live in any home on a television series, what would it be? Oh, I like that. Any home. Yeah. On a television. Do I have to live with the people in the TV? Or no, I just you're get just house? living in it. Yeah, we get their house. I loved the big house in the West Wing. What was it called? The White House. The way. <laughs> yes. That that was a brilliant looking house, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite nice. And then, uh, it's not a TV show, but Iron Man's house. That was quite nice in Malibu. It, it really was. Probably like that. Yeah. And then... Uh, the ha- Mr. and Mrs. Smith's house. I quite like that one. I can't remember the kitchen, so I don't know if I can agree. <laughs> okay, good. What is the best dish you can cook? My salmon roast. Oh, yeah, your salmon roast is delicious, that's yeah. for sure. Tell yeah. us what's in it. For our listeners, I, I've tried to get AJ to explain this three or four times, but she goes into girl mode where she tells every single ingredient what she does. For the boys listening, it's just two pieces of salmon, one on top of the other, and in the middle there's goat's cheese and then sautéed vegetables, and it's tied in string, and then it's oven roasted, and it's delicious. Last question, ready? Yep. What is your favorite month of the year? June. Is your birthday's in it? Yeah. I'll put a link to the two apps that we use to ask each other questions in the show notes. I hope you, hopefully you learned something about us that you didn't already. Babe, is there anything going on this week that we need to remind our listeners about? Um, applications are open for both year one and year two of the School of Supernatural Life. That's right. We have a, an eight-month school. We have year one and year two open. We are taking applications from students from around the world. If you go to gracecenter.us slash school, you can learn all about the School of Supernatural Life. We'd love to have you come join us here in Franklin, Tennessee for an eight-month school that would radically change your life. And if there's something you'd like us to talk about on the podcast, go to alanandaj.com slash ask. Um, For the rest of you, we hope you have a glorious week filled with blessing, filled with rest, and we will be here same time, same place next week. Faith, life, communication, tacos and video games, paleo donuts and the kindness of God, the things we deal with every day, from Franklin, Tennessee, they are just like you and me, Alan and AJ, keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses, sharing their life experiences, keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses, they talk about faith and Everything under the sun 
If you are a human being There's something here for everyone